Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Back again with Worlds Collide. Worlds colliding on a round table. Four different worlds colliding. Tony, how's it going? I'm doing good. How about you, man? I'm great. I'm actually super excited for our guests today and our topics because I'll preface this by saying we're going to overlap a little bit with our topics because they're all kind of tied together. So forgive us if we backtrack or if we skip ahead or something like that. But first guest, first time guest here, Brett McGrath. Everybody knows him. Stacking Slabs podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Big fan of the show. Any excuse I can uh, have to get away from the HBO Max that's streaming on downstairs that my wife is in control of (laughs) to talk uh, about wrestling cards, I'm always game for. And I'm really glad we got you today fresh off all out in the GCW show over the weekend, just mayhem. So that's going to that's going to be involved with what we're talking about today. So I'll save that for a minute. Next guest, you guys know him. We gave him an intro with some clapping going on. Chuck Stir. Chuck Stir. Chuck Stir. Here we go. As I say, the the man, the myth, the legend, the slam dancer. (laughs) And and we won't go into the slam dancing. I want to know about this. (laughs) All right. So we're going to kick it off with Brett's topic first. You guys know the drill on these. We each have a topic. Like I said, they're going to overlap a little bit, but. Brett, kick us off fresh off this AEW weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I'm, I'm almost at a loss, uh, for words and I hate so much of the hobby is about hyping things up all the time. And I, it's hard. I try to stay moderate when it comes to cards, when it comes to shows, but I, I just got to put this last weekend on the hype train for me personally. Um, just being a wrestling fan, my entire life, um, baby on the way for me so this was kind of my last dance we were in chicago so i'll coin it that um did uh dynamite on uh wednesday did rampage on friday did gcw show uh art of war on saturday and then all out on sunday so it was a full slate and it was a continual build the entire weekend of just excitement where on Sunday after, you know, Moxley came, uh, you know, pin Cardona came, won the title, challenged uh, Nick Gage. I looked at my friend in the morning. I was like, can all out like live up to the hype. And I think anyone watching um, knew it delivered and delivered in a big way. So I'm still like reeling a little bit. The crowd was so invested. Um, It really like, it went by so quick and obviously a, a master class of booking storytelling. Um, and then just the culmination of it's a, here's Adam Cole, baby. No, 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 here's Brian Danielson. And like the faces of people walking out of the building that night, everyone like that people just didn't even, people weren't even cheering. Like everyone was just like shocked um, at a show living up to the hype and delivering. So 
that was, I'm coming down off of that still. I'm consuming content. I can't get enough, but ultimately for me, it's like, well, how does this translate into wrestling cards? So um, excited to, to, to talk about cards tonight. I, I'm just but, flabbergasted by listening to you. Yeah. I mean, because like I watched all that stuff as it was happening. I'm like, and I even tweeted a picture seeing you in the crowd at the GCW show. I'm like, hey, there's there's Brett. <laughs> so what were you hearing from anybody around you? Was anybody talking wrestling cards, be it in between the shows, after the shows, anything you're seeing with that end? Yeah, you know, so I went to the fan fest on um Saturday during the day, and they had, you know, meet and greets and um, they had, you know, some video game news and, uh, you know, just some interactions. It, it, it was probably the most underwhelming thing of this weekend because I was That's really looking for, I was really looking for uh, like, you know, some upper deck representation, some sort of uh, card news and didn't really um, see any. I, I did have conversations just, you know, waiting in concession stand lines with people regarding cards, but nothing, nothing to report on, nothing major. All right. So your topic today, you wanted to just talk about, since we're talking about that, uh, opportunities with just modern wrestling cards. Uh, I think me and you are kind of on the same page on that, but I think a lot of people are still stuck in vintage, even if they're fans of the modern. So I'll just give you the floor on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, I think when, when, you know, I got back into wrestling cards, it just seemed like everyone was talking about the same cards and, um, I, I don't want to disparage the, the, the all-stars there. It's, it's the goat set. No, no doubt. It's got the history. You guys talked about it on the pod hundred times. I've talked about them, but it just was boring to me because everyone was talking about the same cards. And I think the fun part about wrestling cards is just the opportunity to be unique, the opportunity to show stuff that no one else is showing um, and to get into different rabbit holes. So I think just for me, over the last, you know, several months, I, I I've seen the hobby or this segment of the hobby that we like to participate in, I think maybe, uh, mature in a little, a little bit, like go outside the zone, like talk about cards that people are passionate about people love that not necessarily their, their neighbor is talking about, which I think is great. And I think the more of that, that can happen, it'll lead to more interest and more growth for for wrestling cards so i've been really encouraged by uh the 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 modern um interest recently and i think you know stuff like aw upper deck license aw is scorching hot like flaming hot after uh, this last weekend so i think there'll be a lot of interest with the aw cards and just like i was trying to think about all the sales that have happened on the modern side recently that it just kind of is shocking in a way not shocking but kind of shocking um you've got the rock comic Im images cards psa 9 sold for 7k a psa 7 sold for 4500 um you've got his refractor 2014 yeah. tops chrome golds bgs 9 selling for 1200 the cena royal rumble card 2k you've got undertaker's card selling for almost two grand in a PSA nine. What, 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 what about some other guys? Like, are you seeing anything in the market, like a Roman Reigns card or, or that's more modern. You're still talking about some legendary people still, even though it's legendary people and modern product. What about modern guys in modern product? 
Way, way to put me back on the on the rails there, uh, Tony. Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think that's where I think the opportunity is. I think the opportunity is if you like Roman Reigns, if you're invested in Roman Reigns and this character, like, like you can still go buy a, a Topps Finest from 2020 gold refractor for under a hundred bucks. You that's can incredible. like these... There, there are those types of opportunities and that's what I like to do. Like I, I, I like to, I like Roman. Uh, he's, I've always liked Roman. So I try well, I to just find, use him as an example. I just use him as an example. It's a good example. It's, it's, I mean, a, I mean, anybody. It's, a, it's, it's a good example. Um, but so, so there's that. And I now like punk, right. There's a resurgence oh, yeah. with some punk cars. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson. So I don't know. It's, it's encouraging for me. And like my litmus test is just Twitter and Instagram and it seems like a lot of new, a lot of accounts aren't scared to show cards that maybe came out last year. And and the theme is serial numbered, rare, and people are picking up on that, which that happens in other segments of the sure. hobby. So I think that's really encouraging. I'll jump in and get give my two cents on it, and then I'll turn it over to Chuckster. Um, you were talking about legends like Undertaker, Cena, The Rock in modern sets. What's cool about wrestling is that stuff is valuable as opposed to sports cards where a lot of the goats and hall of famers, if they're released in modern sets, they're actually not that valuable. So it's interesting dynamic there. And then as far as like the Roman Reigns stuff, one thing, and I, you know, Tony used him as an example, the stuff that you can buy with modern, even like the most expensive stuff is still so cheap compared to not only sports cards, but other non-sports cards I've seen, whether it's TCG or just entertainment cards, there's a lot of expensive stuff out there. And like I bought a gold, it wasn't a refractor, but it was a gold out of 10 Roman Reigns auto from like 2015 or 2016. And I think I paid like $40 for it. I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like, why is this so cheap? And it's exactly, yeah, it's exactly what Brett's talking about. And I'm not even a mark for the guy. I just think that he's, he's kind of the face of of that, of that company right now in in a sense. And they're really pushed him. And I just, he's so undervalued. I don't know if that's because it's just people don't care or he's just hasn't established himself. What else is the guy going to do? I you think know, it's because I, he has so much product out there. He's in every set that's released. He's just, he's everywhere. So was, so was Cena. That's well, true. It, yeah, he was. But Cena's fading out now, and Cena's kind of going on to a movie career, and he's not on TV, TV as much as he was. I mean, Rome, Rome is just everywhere. And I think that's why people are just getting, you know, they, they see him. They see enough of him, you know. Well, stuff like that. You know what, uh, Zan? I want my Charlotte's back. I want my Charlotte Flair's back. <laughs> yeah. that's that's somebody I've been buying from you know from day one. So I haven't sold or I haven't sold any Charlotte Flairs that I bought, whether it's just basic raw stuff or graded, you know, higher end stuff. I well, if I if I can get over the whole Nazi appeal of Dexter Loomis, maybe I'll go into him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into a little bit of that later, uh, Ch- Chuckster. What do you got to say about Brett's topic? Well. Um, First of all, I just want to say I'm just really envious that you were there at that all-out show. <laughs> it lived up to the hype. I think it surpassed the hype. Um, the trading card hype for that AEW product has just been off the wall. And when when uh, they, they had hyped a, a few pay-per-views back with the, they did the Exploding Deathmatch pay-per-view and they had Christians, they hyped his uh, entrance. And it, they, while they were good, they didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. This show lived up to the hype. And 
and just the fact you were there, I tell you, I just, I'm just envious of that. I, I sat glued to that TV. We, it was just, it, it was just every. There wasn't anything wrong with any match. It was just amazing. Um, so, and uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about on my topic too was, uh, and it's going to tie into the AEW product. Um, the past year or so, I've kind of gotten into the indie card sets. I've, I've been kind of known for that now. Um, tops were just getting very repetitive and boring and I wanted something new and I wanted to be a completist again so I started buying all these indie sets and surprisingly enough a lot of the top stars in AEW now are in those indie sets and so if we're going if we're going to talk about cards at all I think there's three particular organizations that even though there's a ton of indie stuff out there the three organizations that really need to be spotlighted is the pwg or a lot of people call the bola sets um the gem line and memorial sets and the gcw they are game changing a little pun intended game changer wrestling and they these cards are game changing they have so many of the aew stars in now i mean they they have uh I mean, Tommy End is in a lot of them. You know, he's now Malachi Black, who I think they're just doing a tremendous job with right now. Um, they have, uh, there's Jungle Boy, there's Marco Stunt, there's uh, Nick Gage is in these things. Um, and I, I'm really tickled that AEW has picked up on Nick Gage, even though his matches are a little, little hardcore. And there's actually a couple of other hardcore wrestlers that I think have a, have kind of a cult following that I think are just going to touch Nick Gage's uh, radar. That uh, would be uh, like G name Raver. Some, I was going to say name some names. Yeah, G Raver is one. Jimmy Lloyd is another. Those two guys put on a true death match, and and I think they're eventually going to reach. Well, they're the still alive, so they can't be. That's what I was going to They are. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, they are. Well, and, G Raver's um, barely alive. And so I can't believe the, oh, he yeah. tried. I can't believe he tried that same spot that almost killed him last time. Tried and successfully they got it done this weekend. But but uh, here, here's what I think from from a value standpoint when it comes to trading cards, I think these guys. I'm sorry, in my opinion, flavor of the month. It's just a flavor of the month. I don't Could think be. these. I don't think these guys are going to be long-term value guys. I don't think these guys are going to be three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollar cards down the road. I just don't see that happening. Maybe, well, they're, they're maybe, from the set, the, the maybe from a set, maybe from a set perspective, though. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to be around long because of the nature of their their matches. I mean, they're just so violent. Oh, come on, I mean, and, Nick, Nick yeah. has been around for twenty years, twenty one well, years yeah. now. Yeah, but he spent a lot of time in prison, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he, <laughs> he he's got it under his he's got it under his belt. You know, he you know, he can handle it, but. Uh, you know, he's, he did all his stuff in Japan, too, but I don't think he was quite as brutal in Japan right back around 2000. He's just surprising. Yeah, yeah he's usually the other way around. Mm -hmm. here's, here's, a little, here's a little comparison uh, based on what Chuckster is saying here, where you've got the PWG sets um, in your, your stars, the first appearances of stars that are now in AEW. And then I'm, I'm thinking about the potential from a, the FCW set with Roman Moxley or Dean Ambrose, the whole crew page, everyone, yep. and then stars in WWE. So I think it'd be interesting to see if you can draw parallels between maybe the FCW set and what they have done 
and then look at the rocket ship that's happening with AEW and do those PWG cards uh, get some of that gas? I think they do because those have actually gone up in value quicker than when the FCW ones did. I, I mean, it's taken a shorter amount of time for those cards to hit peak value as it is right now, as opposed to how long it took FCW to hit peak value. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Something else interesting that could raise the value uh, and kind of going, Tony, you said the individual cards of the specific talent might not go up. But what I'm seeing is a lot of the people who are chasing these cards want the complete set. They want it in the box and they don't want it graded. So I'm wondering if keeping them complete set in the box may be where the value is on some of these, because some of them are, they're such huge fans, which I actually have a tweet that I screenshotted that I'll present to you guys later. They're such a big fan of a specific company or specific group of talent that's in an organization that they just want all of them in one batch, which kind of goes back to old school sports card collecting where you want all the base cards of a team or you want the complete set of tops baseball from whatever year so it's an interesting dynamic from my perspective most of these game changer sets i'm seeing in the least amount i'm seeing on them is a hundred dollars yeah for the set um they they've gone up the the aew set or not the aew set the all-out set that was put out for all-in set that was put out a few years ago when they did three bills or more it's yeah it's three hundred dollars a set easy with with no question you know still in the box so so there's some there's some uh value going to be be made to these uh, gcw cars too i i just i i really see it i agree um, with you though on zan i think yeah. that the uh, these factory sealed sets are going to be where the real value is going to be at yeah as opposed and to you know the- another cool thing about this too you know me and brett were talking about getting in modern opportunities cheap chuckster you can go out and order these sets right when they come out for very affordable prices chances yeah. are even if you're battling against bots or problems with your internet no matter what there's still a pretty good chance you're going to get those as opposed to finding retail tops wwe and some of those are even on demand <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. zan where uh the value i think you know is for some collectors or in the sealed boxes sets what what I, i'd love to know like your thoughts i know you you spend a lot of time on the graded front too like do you, do you foresee like let's take the all at, all in set for instance? Do you foresee more long term value in a sealed set of that or great individual graded cards of you know in P, let's say PSA nine because I haven't seen anything higher right. than that PSA nine cards of of those those guys and gals. I'll go ahead and, and perfect segue. Although normally Tony, you're the king of the segues, so I don't know what we're doing here. I preset oh. I preset it up. <laughs> Okay, I'll read this tweet. It's uh, like in hockey, I get the uh, the assist to the assist. The assist, I like it. <laughs> okay, the tweet I put out uh, was a reply to somebody that tweeted out, the amount of AEW shirts I'm going to buy tomorrow, this was after All Out, is going to be sickening. So they're, t- they're, they're saying right there they're going to buy a ton. So I replied with, this is what makes me think about modern wrestling cards are next, and why are people not spending that money on wrestling cards? 
I actually got a reply from him and he said, because I only want AEW branded and there's none of that out there, even though there are, you know, what Chuckster is saying about the pre-stars, their rookie cards or whatever you want to call it. So I think there's a new segment of people coming in that want that because they're fans, you know, they want the merchandise as a part of it. Then there's a whole other set of people who are just like a fan of MJF or Britt Baker or Roman Reigns or whoever, and they just want the single card graded. So if you have these sets and you're sitting on them, it's, it's really tough. Like um, I think I'm going to value other cards personally outside of the all in set more valuable than anything in the set. So I actually just sold, I've got three sets left that are, you know, sealed. They didn't act, they weren't actually sealed, but I've never opened them. Um, I sold one recently and I'm just putting that money. I'm saving it and buying uh, singles that I particularly want that are already graded that are higher end, like a Hogan or a rock, or I actually just got a BGS nine Cena not too long ago. So that's just me though. I'm, I'm not in the crowd that we're talking about. I think people, especially which Tony, we'll get into your topic. It's going to tie into this as well. We've talked about all this time, <laughs> but um, I think there's a small new segment of wrestling card fans that they're going to want the box. They're going to open it. And they're going to want to go through the cards and then put them in the box. Uh, somebody, I can't remember who it was on Twitter recently, had a really nice display. And it was all of the independent card sets in their boxes. Nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was, looked all super right. cool. So. Mm -hmm. so they got it at and, Walmart well, another or something thing like that. Too, with them breaking open the individual boxes, they're, they're not making that many sets of these indie cards as it is. 200 to 300 sets tops. Somebody buys them, breaks them open, sells them individually that's going to lower the amount of full sets that's out there. The mm -hmm. full sets that's out there still together. That's going to, that's going to shoot them up in value. If people want to buy the whole set, right. because who's going to pay 20, $30 per card to put together a whole 36 card set. You know, you say, you say that, but look yeah, at the 82, 83 all-stars. Yep. People are yep. doing that now. So, I mean, yep. I can yep. see it going both ways. And personally, like if, if there was a talent, like, I love Britt. Britt Baker is my favorite in that whole set. MJF's a close second, mm -hmm. but I don't love either of them enough to break up the set personally. But if I did, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. So just my take. Mm -hmm. Tony. Yeah, I oh, well, Britt, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. I just want like a theme that I'm picking up on just from some of this is just, we talked wrestling up front and it just seemed so long forever. It was just WWE. Right. And then AEW came on the scene and just slowly, but surely have been grabbing fans, converting fans. And I think about like the last time we were in a position like this and it was, you know, Monday night wars time. Mm -hmm. However, like cards weren't cards were there, but cards weren't really a thing as they are now. So I'm curious based on AEW continuing to gain traction. And you'd hope that Vince and team do something at some capacity to not stay status quo. Maybe they'll stay status quo, but to respond and to like turn it up a notch. I'm curious that competition, they always say it's good for wrestling. It, it makes for a better wrestling product. I'm curious if, if the competition on the wrestling product will lead to more interest with wrestling cards. Another interesting thing about that that none of us have touched about is the whole Fanatics deal. Uh, Tops is like WWE is one, going to be potentially one of the last licenses that Tops has since they're losing all the other big sports franchises. So does that mean that someone else comes in? Does Panini come in and then buy, you know, the rights to make WWE? Because I know 
WWE Prism would be fantastic. Uh, that, that would be great. But does, you know, does WWE take their own cards under their own banner and start producing their own stuff? Like we've seen them do their own NFTs. That's what, like, it, Brett, that's a great point. Uh, Tony Chuckster, what do you guys think about that perspective? Hey, Vince, uh, just so you know, I produce my own cards. So if you guys want anybody <laughs> to make your cards for you, I'm happy to take over that license for you. <laughs> hey, well, I have heard so many rumors that Panini's going to take over the, the WWE. I don't know. I mean, again, it's just a rumor. It's yeah. still a few years down the road. I don't see tops. Or I don't see WWE taking over their tops license because uh, that, uh, that, how would they promote it? They don't. They don't promote anything. They don't promote their action figures anymore. That's they a good don't point. Promote, and and that's a good key anything. point, Chuckster. It's a good key yeah. point right there because AEW's done more in the last two weeks to talk about their products and their trading cards on yeah. live freaking TV than WWE's mm -hmm. ever done, ever. Yeah. Even yep. Impact promoted their series one, that little set of 10, 12 cards, the 10, 11 cards they put out, they promoted them on a little commercial on their Impact show. And I mean, that's that's not even seen in a lot of places. That's yeah, but just I, I don't, I don't get audience. Channel 56 and Telemundo out here, so I'm sorry I didn't see that. <laughs> Yeah, and the impact is even and they sold out. You don't see WWE doing that. Yeah, you just don't. I mean, I, I'm curious to see if once the AEW product comes out, will they have any at uh, merch stands for, at live? That that would be great, yeah. I think, because they've never done that before either at a WWE event. I still wonder if some people even realize wrestling cards exist. Some don't. I mean, yeah, I've done that series already. People who don't even collect wrestling cards, and the guy owns a store he owns a wrestling themed store and didn't realize until he opened a store that wrestling cards existed <laughs> another good but question AEW is breaking down barriers they're doing things that nobody's done before and i just think that's great i mean try to throw it on the wall if it sticks great if it doesn't try something else but at least they're trying and they're promoting their product and i i mean even the things they're doing with um their epacs now which i i wasn't familiar with i had to really figure out how to do that when that punk card came out but i ordered some e-packs of punk just to so i mean they're they're trying to get their product out in front of everybody as best they can and i i see them doing that at their merchandise tables i do i think that would be a be a smart move on their part anybody else buy any e-packs from the, the punk card i'm assuming everybody here I did. actually i actually did not but i'm not the biggest punk fan so oh, slap you for an investment <laughs> purpose from an investment side purpose it's a great yeah. card it, it it's hard sometimes it's hard to do that when you're buying people's collections out tony but, you know you know i'm not a fan <laughs> i'm not a fan either oh it's you know i'm not a fan either but i figure from an investment standpoint why not oh no i i 100 agree it's just you know sometimes when you're planning to spend money on something and you have two two collections pop up I'm just like, I better go with that. <laughs> Come on, Brett. I bet you bought at least five. I, 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 I will. I'm a, I am a punk apologist over here and I saw it and it did absolutely nothing for me. That's but interesting. I, 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 I'm a physical, like. Yeah, but, I, but I, it, it will be a physical. You have the option of getting it physically as well. Right. That's it's and, just and not for, not for me. Not for they're, all, they're already it, selling for like, 25 bucks online. I heard. You think it's too much friction for you to actually get the card in your hand? Yeah, I, yeah. It just it's it's not. It's just I understand the um, I understand what it can do for wrestling cards, and I it and I understand its purpose and what they were doing. It's just I just what I just didn't have any interest in it. It just wasn't. I I'm more of a uh, if I if I have the option, I, I want it pack pulled 
that's my preference always. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait it out and get save my money for a you know a punk card that I really want when it when it hits. If Speaking I'm of that, completest, I gotta have that punk card. You know, I mean, <laughs> granted, I'm not yeah. gonna be able to put together the parallels, but to put together that full base and insert set, that punk card's got to be a part of it. Just the same way back with the old uh, WCW uh, '95 set, they had their uh, promo cards. To me, my set wasn't complete, so I had those promo cards. To me, the punk card is kind of a promo card in my in one sense of the word. I, yeah, I, have, I have zero have. interest in collecting the set itself other than for informational purposes, but I, I bought three just to have it for an investment purpose. I think they're going to, it's going to, yeah, at the very least I, I, lo I lose $6. No, you're not going to lose anything. I mean, yeah. it makes total sense. I just didn't, when it came out, I, I was kind of like Brett, cause like, I'm not a fan actually. I like, I don't dislike him, but I'm not like a huge punk guy. And I was like, man, should I buy this? But again, like I was spending money on collections and all this other stuff, but we're dancing around the topic here, Tony. We've talked enough about AEW. Let's dive into the actual release. What's there to dive into, man? We don't know anything else about it except what we've seen all this, uh, you know, pre- No, no, I mean, I mean your, your, your specific topic on how I mean, much uh, all three, all four of us are going to dive I, into bank accounts. Yeah, so are, you, are, you, are you guys, like, I got a case. I was able to secure a 16-box case. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm hanging up on someone. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> um, it, it's Vince. He's calling you about those uh, cards. He heard you. How could he hear us? <laughs> um, um, uh, I, I got a case only because, and I think we're, you and I are going to be uh, splitting that case, I think, yes. right? Yep. So uh, I'm going to keep one box just to keep a box for, you know, see how it goes in five years or so like that. But I, I'm curious to know if people are going to be buying heavy. Uh, you know, are, are they just waiting to see what happens? Uh, are they looking at, you know, to hold it long-term? Um, and, and, you know, and, and on top of that, as you know, we've had some unofficial AEW sets that have come out over the years. And, and right. I know there's going to be either an After Dark segment you and I are going to do at some point, Zan, but I am like chomping at the bitch to talk about this, <laughs> that, that topic. Um, these bootleg type sets and these unofficial sets, how, are, how is it going to affect those card sets? Because those card sets are seen to be going, when you can find them online, they do command a premium price for some of these bootleg card sets. Are they going to hurt it? Are they going to help it? I don't know. I mean, um, I haven't seen a hype like this. Me as a card collector and a wrestling card collector since the 80s, I have not seen a, uh, a card release this kind of hype at all, it, it, ever, ever. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, and it's even never. spilling over into like mainstream sports card news feeds and yeah. whatnot. So um, to get it in that, and then national TV advertisement, like you said earlier with the punk thing, like that's huge. You, you just don't see that with any other, with any other release from any other company over the years ever. I mean, impact, I give you that a little tiny thing, but on a, on a major, major network like that to see a little, you know, advertising the lower left-hand corner, you know, it just seems uh, surreal to me. Just like, really, you're, you know, I'm kind of getting a little bit of a woody here because you're putting cards on TV. That's freaking awesome, man. I'm like, this is awesome. Like you just, you, you can't uh, ask for something more than that. It's so nice to see a company back up their products uh, across the board. And I mean, what, what does it mean? What does it mean for others? I mean, what does it mean for you guys? Like, are, are you excited about it? Are you like super jazz? Are you going to be pumped like you were this weekend, Brett, you know, <laughs> to get some of your hands on these cards? Yeah. So I, I think, I think it's a great thing for wrestling cards. The fact that the it's it's seen placement on their television that's getting a million people that's it's fantastic for wrestling cards in general personally obviously i'm invested in AEW. 
I just spent a lot of money to be out there for several days away from my job, my wife, everything, because I needed to be there. I, I felt compelled. So I, I've been a hook, line, and sinker, AEW day one fanboy, and they've got me as bad as I've been got since Heatwave 98 ECW. So I think for me, obviously, I want being a wrestling card guy. I want to be involved with these cards. Um, but I'm 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 ha- at the at the as we are approaching, I'm I'm showing a little bit of restraint because of the hype you just talked about. Hype is going to go into these prices of cases, the prices of boxes, the prices of these cards, packs, you name it. And so while I while I do really really want to buy hobby boxes and I want to sit down and I want to rip them. For me, I ask myself, Brett, what's the responsible thing to do? I think the responsible thing for me, and this isn't for everyone, but for me is to hang tight, look at eBay listings and wait, just wait for that five out of five hangman auto to to hit. And instead of buying the hobby box, spend my money on a hangman, spend my money on a Britt Baker, which will be the equivalent of the hobby box. And if I, if I would have opened a hobby box, those are the cards I would be happy with. So I'm not saying I'm not going to buy a hobby box or two, but for me, right out of the gates, I'm going to stay away from the fire and just people are going to be set. People are going to buy a bunch of boxes and people are going to be wanting to recoup and sell some stuff off. I'm going to be sitting on the other side, waiting for those cards to hit. Smart. Chuck, sir, how are you approaching this as a set collector and completist? I bought five boxes. I would have bought more, but the price was just outrageous. I think the hype has driven the price already. Uh, I mean, they start out at 99, then they went up to 130. I've seen some sites already selling them at 160. Um, I was I was happy with my five. Um, normally, when I buy a set anymore, since I've kind of gotten away from my full box breaks, I usually just wait till a full set comes on eBay, like Brett said he was going to do, and pick them up, especially with the new top stuff. That's what I do. But I just wanted to be in on the excitement of this AEW because, because like Tony said, I have never seen the excitement and the hype around this. And I'm just really anxious to crack open a pack and rip, 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 rip some packs, you know. Um, I probably won't do it with future releases. I'll probably just wait. But I just wanted to be in on the initial, the inaugural set and, and crack this stuff open and see what I can find. Um, unlike Tony, I would have liked to have more boxes i didn't want to buy one case from one dealer i wanted to buy a couple boxes from this deal or a couple boxes from that deal or a couple boxes from this just to kind of get a little hey uh, we all we all play the craft tables different ways man (laughs) that's the way i do it and unfortunately i have no way of telling the company what i really want but my local dealer knows this and tony will tony laughs at me about this (laughs) i always whenever i open a case i always pull boxes from the left side of the case I want all my, That's awesome. and I wish I could reach out to those companies and say, when you send me my boxes, pull from the left side of the case. And I only, <laughs> I I only play the craft happen. table. I only play the craft table and there's a, uh, an Asian guy at the table. So we all have our perks, <laughs> a little crooks, man. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you know, I'm looking for a couple of autographs. I hope I get one or two anyway. Uh, but actually, one of the things that I'm going to get four up per box, if the odds are right, is the canvas cards. And I really look forward to those canvas cards. I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they're just kind of regular stuff, but to me or not, I think they're pretty cool. I've got a couple canvas cards from other other collections, and I just I really like those. So I'm looking forward to the fact that I'm going to get supposedly four of those per box. 
So I should end up with like 20 canvas. That, that's pretty sweet to me. I, I think canvas cards are completely underrated and you think about in regular sports cards, there's this, uh, this whole debate right now with player worn or game worn or not even worn at all. Like to have a piece of the mat from it. And especially when they call out the event that that was in that I've, I've talked about this, but that's why I had to get the Bailey uh, fully loaded 2015 card because it was the most, in my opinion, most significant female match of all time with Sasha Banks. So I'm with you on that one, Chuckster. Like I think canvas cards are super cool because they parallel that game worn experience on other sports cards. Exactly. Cards and worn cards, because I mean, I could go out, out to a, a store and, and pull up a black t-shirt off the rack and cut it up and stick it in the card. How do I know that person wore that card? Chuckster, if you if you wore it, I'd buy it. If it says <laughs> okay. worn by Chuckster on the yeah. card. If it, <laughs> Let's have a Chuckster worn. Yeah, Chuckster worn card slat. Uh, yeah, j- just because they're talking about canvas cards, ring mat card, whatever. Do you guys a little bit off topic? Anybody have a favorite wrestling ring mat card? Because I know no, I do. Uh, not a ring mat, but my favorite is the Hogan ringside rarity because it's the first, the T-shirt. I mean, of course, it's Hogan. But it's no, the first. But, but, but outside of shirts, I'm talking about ring mat cards. Mats. Mat um, cards. Because uh, they're all pretty generic. They're all pretty little squares, this, that, and the other kind of thing. I mean, I mean I, I'm expecting someone to say the off the mat graph autograph cards or something like that. I have a whole set of mat cards that I'm a fan of. And probably something out of the set I'm going to mention is probably going to be where yours come from. The um, on card autograph or the on mat autograph cards from TNA Glory 2013. Those are awesome. They released a whole set of ring mats that were supersized. They weren't just a little small thing. They were supersized, and the wrestler actually signed that card. And I'm pretty sure Tony's going to name one of them because Kurt Angle signed that set. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> I bit the bull on that one. I bought that one. <laughs> there you go. That's, and that's I bought it. that one number to ten. I bought that one too. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, I like the FLIR one where it has the image uh, on there from the FLIR aggression set. Yeah, so I got they, a couple of that. Where they actually had like, you know, a, an image of Brock Lesnar on the actual ring mat kind of thing. They, they put it, it was really cool. Um, yeah, but most Austin awesome one that has blood on it. it yes, had a little that's blood cool. Stain on it. With the, when, I, when, when FLIR went under and they sent me that uh, thank you for not bitching at us all the time package, um, <laughs> which is essentially what it was. Uh, she sent me the hurricane mask card. She sent me a Farouk knee brace and she sent me a triple H off the mat autograph card, which was just drenched in blood. <laughs> it was nice. It, it, and, uh, uh I, I like those cards too. I think they're pretty awesome, but you, you guys are going to have to help me with this. Cause I'm looking for a picture and I cannot find it. It's, uh, one of the Fleers and it's die cut on the top. And I believe it's Hogan and rock from one of the WrestleManias. Is it die cut in the top or oh, the bottom? I thought it was the top. Okay. But it's it's the WrestleMania that of their match. There, but, there's like there's like three there's three other there's like two other pairings too. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well. I, I found I found one on Mercari for like 20 bucks and I, I was like, like I've, I've Raw versus this. SmackDown, like, I think, or something like that. Or Raw versus it, SmackDown set. Yeah, yeah. And it's like what Brett yeah. said. It, that's I remember that match specifically. And I was like, this is one of the coolest builds of the two biggest stars potentially in professional wrestling history. So like he said, with the Bailey and Sasha, which I actually have both of those too. Um, that's my favorite one. Nice. Just going off topic. <laughs> um, 
as far as my opinion on the AEW stuff, you guys know I love sealed wax. So I'm just going to sit on this stuff for a while. I think I'm going to open one box because it's easy, good content, and it's just fun. But yeah. another thing I may actually look into doing if I'm wanting to get some more of these cards is box breaks because I think that may be a cheaper way to get into some of this stuff. And uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but me and Tony have something really exciting, good opportunity planned for us. And it's not on either of our platforms. I'll just leave it at that. It's for someone else. So yeah, we're, are we allowed to even talk about that yet? Uh, probably, but we're not going to yet. It's okay. a teaser. All so, right. but I'm with Brett, like there's specific cards I'm going to be looking for. I don't know what yet. I haven't decided, but that's what I do in all of these sets that come out. Cause I'm not a set collector except for like, you know, one or two random vintage sets I may hang on to as a complete and not break it up. But certain autos or parallels it's all specific talent because i love aew as a whole but it's like if you transplanted me back to attitude era i liked everybody on every roster but i didn't collect everybody on every roster i just wanted certain things for certain different reasons whether it's high end because i think it's going to be in quote investment or because it's somebody that i don't care what it's worth i just like the talent so i want all the cards i want to be like a super collector of them so that's just kind of what I'm going to have to look at, but definitely like Baker auto. That's the first one that comes to mind. If that's on the checklist. And, and I'll be, I'll be curious on with the AEW cards. Um, you know, we don't, I, I, please God forbid us getting into the rookie card conversation. Uh, on this episode. Can't but have a conversation I, without it. <laughs> I, I'm, cu- I'm curious what the market goes and looks at with this set. If there will be that, like I'm thinking about the, like a, like a jungle boy or a Darby Allen. I know there's other cards of, of those guys that exist, but like, will the market respond to those guys as their rookie cards? That's what I'm curious about that. That goes back to what I said earlier about that reply that I got from that guy. That's like, I want the AEW product. I don't want, I don't like they, those specific people. And I've seen it from numerous people they wanted the first AEW product, anything branded AEW. They didn't care about that they had cards and other sets, which is interesting to me, but maybe this is a new kind of group that's being ushered into the cards, which is great. I mean, it's fine, but. For me, for me out of this set, I'm looking for, like you, Britt Baker, MJF, Sammy Guevara, and Kenny Omega. I mean, those are, those are four. I must like to, I'd really like to try to pull something really good from them. Um, Kenny Omega as much as everybody's going to be chasing his stuff in this because he's so popular i still have his 2011 there you go, <laughs> there you go. check it out um I, i've got his 2011 japanese bbm from the uh, uh yeah the legend of the champion set now that's a sweet looking kenny card and he looks so like a kid i have his 2015 um ipw or is it iwp ipw card um or there, so Kenny Omega again has been around longer than people realize. We got all these people that everybody thinks are like overnight sensations. They're like yeah. fifteen year overnight sensations. They they've worked their way. They've they've been through the, the the mill, and they have cards out there. But just the fact that there is now going to be a branded AEW piece, <coughs> I think that's going to make a world of difference, and it's going to spark people's interest. Like. Wow, this I like this Kenny card. What else does he have? Let's let's go do some research. Let's get a hold of Chuckster and find out what sets <laughs> what said. Um, I think didn't somebody on Discord recently talk about something like that about like is this someone so and so's first card? I can't remember the Discord channel. Someone asked. I think it was um, what's his nuts who just lost the NWA title. 
Oh, uh, Nick Aldis. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking for yeah. his card. So like, I go, is this his first card? It was like a TNA card, I think it was. Like that. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, it is. I think it's going to cause some interest. So in the AEW set, one, it's going to bring a whole, I think, it's, I think it already is bringing a whole lot of non-card collectors into wanting to buy it. I really do. I think it is. I, I'd love to hear from you guys. I'm curious on, let's like, wrestler in the set who do you think like whose cards generally parallels everything who do you think you let's just say you put up a a, a 24-hour auction on ebay you got one of the cards like whose cards do you think are going to end with the highest sale price i'd love to MJF. i'd love to hear everyone's perspective well, i mean I, so I i'm not i'm not someone who watches the product at all because i don't watch any wrestling to be honest with you to be totally transparent but it sounds like you guys are all are Britt Baker fans. So she that's might my, be commanding. That's and my that, pick. And MJF seems to be a really close second. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think this girl was signed with uh, AEW when they first started these cards. So I don't think she's going to make it. But you know I would have to go with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. She's signed, but I don't think she was signed when these cards started. So I don't think she's going to make it in the set. Speaking, I would pick her over Speaking Britt of all that stuff and week, who, but, who's going to be in and not in the set, did we not just see some CM Punk sticker cards being uh, mm-hmm. stickers being signed? Then someone yeah, just posted, sheet of them. and then someone just posted pictures like a whole freaking roster of people signing stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, uh, what Don do you guys Callis, think? I think I saw it. What do you guys think up. that's all about? You think it's going to be redemption stuff? Is that going to be uh, for a different E-pass? release? Are they gearing up for season two or uh, set two already? Like, who knows? Yeah, which, I mean, it's all sticker, which already is a huge disappointment to me, but. Yeah. Well, there's going to be some on cards because they've got a, they got a series of autographs from what I can tell called on the dotted line, Mm -hmm. which are really, really high high odds to pull. Dean Ambrose signed cards. Yeah. Huh? Those Dean Dean Ambrose signed cards. (laughs) But I think, but I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a more, uh, I think they're going to be more of an on-card. They just look like they are. I just don't think they're going to put a put a set out called sign on the dotted line and then put a sticker on there. Yeah, I think they're And to answer that question, I think it would be anything that's going to be an on-card, I think is going to be a whole a bit better value than the sticker stuff. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I'm, I'm holding out for AEW Upper Deck Exquisite and get that <laughs> Orange Cassidy RPA with the jean jacket in there with the nice. Auto. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> nice. <laughs> That'd be All great. Right. I'll move into my topic, which is actually not my personal topic. I had a question presented to me on Instagram, HH underscore trading cards. Thanks for the content provided for us today. Um, thoughts on investing in current wrestling stars, given the fact of constant releases and switching within promotions. I mean, we've seen what's happened with WWE recently with all of the releases. Um, some of them, I can tell you firsthand, uh, Malachi, we'll call him Malachi Black now, his cards instantly went up from what I saw them at to what they are now once he got signed to AEW. I haven't checked on some of the other names, but then you've got guys like Bray Wyatt who actually went down, even though we haven't seen him pop back up yet. Uh, generally in sports cards you kind of buy on the dip as you know but in wrestling we don't know if they're actually coming back there's just so much unknown so we've i think we're all kind of on the same page that these indie sets and the very first aew sets are going to be something to quote invest in if you want to do this from a monetary perspective but what do you guys think about the current wwe or any other current promotions right now like are you are you are you hesitant to buy their cards because of all these releases um 
you know, is, is WWE going to get sold to Disney? Who knows? <laughs> I'm going to buy them now because right now, right now they're kind of really very affordable. I'd rather, I'd rather buy something affordable and just have a bomb than, than wait and say, Oh my gosh, that guy, he, he, he blew up and I, I passed on his stuff. Yeah. Hasn't um, Bray yeah. Wyatt stuff always been sort of undervalued as it is anyways. And now he's like below his already, what I thought yeah. was undervalued. Like now he's like, that's like disgusting. Now he should be worth way more, man. I mean, <laughs> well, something yeah. I have seen a lot in other sports, I don't, I don't follow other sports as much, but uh, I know like for instance, baseball, football, if somebody's retired and going on, sometimes their cars really increase in value because they're not around anymore. But I have noticed a lot of times when a wrestler disappears off a of TV, people forget about them mm -hmm. and their cards go down in value as opposed to other sports cards, which goes up in value because that player is no longer around. I just, I just think that's an interesting little parallel there. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. except, yeah, except, except for like Brett said at the first of the show where you've got record sales of Cena, Rock, Hogan, Undertaker, these yeah. guys in these newer sets. So it, very interesting dynamic. Brett, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the I've said this just on my show a lot, and I think for the modern product for me, I I find security in putting my money on in the 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 female talent and the female talent as in Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Becky, the those three, Bailey a little bit, but you know the everyone's been so sour on WWE for so long and but the one shining moment over the past decade has been the women's revolution it like females are wrestling fans i waited in an hour outside of the aew show all out to get in surrounded by females talking about female wrestling excited and i just think about those individuals are and will forever be the faces of the women's revolution so Charlotte Flair, name identity. Sasha Banks, potentially the greatest female talent of all time. Becky Lynch is the man, right? The Stone Cold. So I think for me, that's what interests me most is investing in uh, the, the the female talent on the WWE side. I, I find it I agree funny. On you Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is just such a pro. I mean, she just she, anything she touches turns to gold. And that match that her and Becky Lynch had that uh, at the Revolution or the Evolution pay-per-view they had a few years ago that all-out match that that just cemented both of them in history as far as I'm concerned and another female wrestler who is I don't think is the best wrestler in the world but for entertainment purposes her stuff is going through the roof and that's Alexa Bliss oh, oh, yeah. Say, oh you, yeah you just I mean you know she she's fun to watch she's she's entertaining and and she's she's talented but she's not she's not a a Becky Lynch or a Charlotte talented but she just got that that it factor and her stuff is just blowing up. Her stuff is just crazy she, right now. She she has a cult following of dudes who love Alexa Bliss and want yes. anything yeah. Alexa Bliss yeah. related. And I agree. Her her stuff sells just higher than anybody because I think her following is so strong. Yes, Tony. That's what I was just gonna say. I mentioned he just said the you know basically the four horsewomen's like that and yet no alexa bliss yet she outsells all of them on everything just about that's yeah that's all i have to say about that <laughs> I, i'm with you guys like the, those names that were mentioned um i also think you can throw the tippy top guys in there that are kind of transcending into pop culture 
uh, the Miz a little bit. I, I hate the guy, but I mean, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to look at him, like that's, he has like turned the channel heat with me. He's like uh, the modern day, like Jeff Jarrett, like, you know, back in the nineties, <laughs> I just want to change the channel because I don't need his Chippendale outfit, but besides, okay. Sorry. Getting off the rails. Tony, you're supposed to bring me back on the rails. No, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Um, Roman Reigns, of course, and the Miz. Um, then there's, there's like these little pockets of talent and I'm, I'm going to talk about carrying across. You guys know I'm a huge player. I don't care what he does. Like I followed his career when he was an impact, when he was in triple a. And then when he finally got cards, I was like, all right, this is it. This is my, th- this is the guy that's attaching me outside of the women we mentioned to watching modern wrestling. And of course he debuts on raw and he looks like he's like a modern day knockoff a demolition out of, or out of the road warrior movie or something like that. And everybody's like, Oh, this guy's career is dead. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't really, I, I paid quite a bit for that one of one super factor of his to complete the rainbow. And like, if it goes to zero, it goes to zero as much as I like to talk about like money and finance with cards. There's also part of my collection that I just don't care. Like I just want the cards and that's what it's all about. So I think if you're looking at modern WWE stuff, like balance it out, like buy the goats and the women's division, buy some Roman reigns, but then if you really like, I don't know, Shorty G, then like buy all of his cards. Like, who cares? Yeah, I think with Cross, there's always the, uh, you know, it's just wrestling fans, right? Everyone always just wants to dump on everything that happens all the time. Um, and that's what we're seeing with, you know, Cross and his booking or whatever. For me, it's like, just let it breathe. Like, let it breathe. Let it play out. Um, he's, he's someone they obviously are invested in at some level. Should they have given him a couple losses up front? Probably not, but I think that they're, they're going to invest time and energy in him. And one guy I'll just mention and Chuckster, I know you're a fan of him. Uh, I, I just got to say if a guy that I would want to be putting my money in just cause I believe in him and raw is tough sometimes, but he's always entertaining me. And that's, that's riddle. Matt riddle is just yes. a awesome. fire. Yeah. He's just entertaining every weekend. And he's, his in-ring work is fantastic. It is. I, when I first saw him, I thought, man, what is this? You know, all I could do, had a flashback to fast times at Regmont Heinz, Nicole rolling out of the van. <laughs> that's you what know? it seems like to me. And, and, and when I, when I just kind of put that aside and watched his in-ring work, it was just amazing. And, uh, and he's one of those rare barefoot wrestlers that I really like, you know, um, he's got that stoner about him, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure maybe it's an act. I don't know, but no, uh, not an act, not again. No. He's, just, he's just really entertaining. And that, and the thing he's doing right now with Randy Orton and the RK bro, I just, that just cracks me. Randy up. Orton. Yeah. How, how, that's just, another guy that I didn't mention that he's, I mean, that his Fleer stuff is pretty hot His modern parallel stuff. Like that's another guy that you could pretty feel safe and buying yep oh yeah 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 he's I, I think he's a lifer in wwe and he's i mean he's just he's got his career and i think he's given that rub to riddle right now i mean Riddle's going to be a future star and by hanging out with randy and and working this program with randy i think that's gonna move him up to another level you know? and that's another guy that's got i believe cards in one of the indie sets before he got to wwe and then i know yep. he's got he's got ufc cards when he fought in ufc so um, yes. you know, the, the, the interesting parallels of cards post and pre career never end. You got, you got Brock Lesnar car autos in the new uh, UFC select set. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> like, it's almost hard to keep track of there's, those times. There's another guy, Brock Lesnar. I mean, I think that's, he's a, 
surefire hall of famer because he's transcended into pop culture and multiple sports now professional sports so all right anything else you guys want to talk about today that we haven't covered as far as modern cards aew anything like that i just like my 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 feedback would be just uh, we've obviously mentioned a lot and talked a lot like we're i i i speak for i think you all is just like just trying to educate like this is what's out there this is what's possible and um at the end of the day like buy what makes you happy if you have a connection based on nostalgia or a connection with a, a, a modern performer like buy their cards who cares what everyone else is doing that's always my theory I love these roundtables like to get to talk before, about different things like that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't buy for an investment purpose. I buy because I enjoy it. I just. I just like having something, and and finding something that somebody else hasn't found. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that existed. Well, yeah, it does. Here's what it looks like. You know, I can. I can supply that information. I've been sent. Tony will probably tell you. I've been sending a ton of, ton of uh, scans to him lately for the site. And, <laughs> and Fifty-eight I, I, I emails you sent me the last cut this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, wow. he's he's got all just about all the uh, indie sets that I own scans of, you know, all the PWG and all the all the uh, yeah the GCW stuff. I've sent him all that stuff. So, you know, I figured once once the uh, the site starts putting picks up on, he's he he's got all those indies now to to get those out in front of people. The work never ends. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. I got to hire a team. But but I never know. Maybe one of these days. Collecting and seeing seeing all those uh, seeing all those uh, stars before they were stars. That 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 to me has just been fun. And like I said, I'm not in it for money. I'm not in it for selling. I just I just want to share the info and share it with the world and show them that you know, hey, here here's what's out there and here's what you can look for, and uh, and and choose choose your poison, whatever you like. Do it. (laughs) I I fit somewhere in between all of you guys. I mean, you guys we have investor people. We have people purists who like just collect for the fun of it and i kind of get mixed in that because i i used to be a purist guy who wanted to collect just to you know to collect i loved it and that's what wtc was founded on and i and over the years i i don't really care to collect anymore you know i'm just kind of jumping in on the bandwagon for the aew stuff just to see kind of what it does and keep one back i'm a little bit investing a little bit of collecting and i'm all just about like just gathering the knowledge and picking zan's brain and picking brett's brain and picking chuckster's brain and then putting it all up there on the, on the website so people are getting into the hobby and collecting have a place to go to to actually go like, educate themselves and it's that's kind of what i'm i, I collect knowledge <laughs> that's what it is except for that kurt angle collection You're uh, that's not talking yeah kurt angle collection forget <laughs> it yeah <laughs> all right and, and I, I, have to, I have to put the brakes in that too because i'm like i i shouldn't be spending money that i'm not selling it anything right now to fund that and i don't want to spend my personal money on those cards yep. so if there's something I have learned over this time, especially since meeting Zan, is uh, I'm not going to invest my personal money from like my booking business or whatever else kind of thing. I'm only going to do it when I flip stuff and take that money and buy what I want. So it sounds like you're following the three eyes there, Tony <laughs> intensity, integrity, and intelligence. <laughs> yes. And I suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right we, we can't top that we're going to close it out brett let everybody know where they can find you talk about stacking slabs a little bit yeah yeah sure thanks the Zan. best uh, the best you you can check out stacking slabs wherever you listen to find audio content like this show um, i release a show on wednesdays and then have someone on on fridays you can follow me on instagram and twitter at stacking slabs chuckster 
Chuckster's only on, on Twitter right now at Chuckster. Just, just search Chuckster and I'll pop up. I post just about any time. I, I have no set time. Anything goes up. I just, when the mood strikes me, I'm on there. Um, message me if you have any questions. I'll be glad to do my best to help you out. Um, I do have a request for you. You okay. need to find that picture that you had on Tony's show last week or week before where it was actually the picture of you with the Chuckster, the drawing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. That needs to be your profile picture. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Tony, I don't know where people can find you at. I'm, I'm underground, man. I'm, I'm totally off the grid. 100% off the grid, man. Don't send uh, Tony questions. We don't send me questions. This. Yeah, just, just send them all to uh, to Zan. He, he can answer that stuff or Chuckster or uh, everything that you can f- want to know about wrestling card for, for me is on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything's there. And all my stuff is wrestling with cards, YouTube podcast, MySpace, all of that fun stuff. Guys, thanks for coming on. I, we've The community has spoken. They love these roundtable episodes. And I think it's awesome to get different perspectives from everybody in the hobby. So thank you guys for listening today. Hit subscribe. Please share with a friend. More specifically, share with a wrestling fan. Let's get more people collecting wrestling cards. Sure, you can go buy figures. You can go buy shirts. But nothing replicates wrestling cards, in my opinion. Thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. See you guys. See ya.